Welcome to the Value Driven Brand Podcast, where you'll learn insights on how to communicate with authenticity, deliver genuine value, and create a memorable experience across your entire customer journey, helping your business become the sought-after leader in your industry. I'm your host, Aileen Day. Now, on to the show. G'day everyone and welcome back to another, oh my god, no, try again, <laughs> my god, it's like I've never done this before, goodness me, all right, let's do that again, oh it's leaking, good, uh, okay, three, two, one. G'day everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Value Driven Brand Podcast. I am your host Aileen Day and today I am so pleased to be joined by one of the coolest people I have met recently. It is the one and only uh, Susan Dean from Dean Publishing. She is a Melbourne-based or regional Melbourne-based book publisher and uh, friend of authors all over the world. Welcome to the Value Driven Brand Podcast, Susan. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Aileen. I'm I'm really excited about uh, talking about something that we're both uh, quite passionate about. Absolutely, absolutely. I met Susan recently at a media training course and uh, it was so amazing to see so many of Susan's authors also in the course learning all about how to participate uh, and be absolute rock stars in the media. Uh, And just the, you know, you all know I love talking about customer experience and customer loyalty and just the absolute, uh, you know, advocacy that Susan's authors had for her and Dean Publishing team was just so beautiful to see and uh, an absolute, uh, you know, attribute to uh, people wanting to to publish their books all over the world. So congratulations. It was such a beautiful uh, thing to witness Thank you. Yeah, uh, our authors actually become, you know, like a part of our family. They really do. So it's, um, you know, we get excited when uh, they're getting out there and doing, you know, things around the media and that as well. So, yeah, we are very blessed. Yeah, that's so cool. Now, just to give you uh, watching on, listening in, uh, however you are absorbing today's episode, some insight into Susan Dean uh, and the team at Dean Publishing. Uh, Let me give you a little bit of a, a quick bio. So, you know, from what I've even seen, let alone heard, Susan is a absolute innovator to the publishing industry. She has the experience of running her own successful business and years of successful coaching of businesses where she's grown through this business and become a published author herself. Uh, she now helps others do the same but differently and so much more amazingly uh, than the average publisher. Uh, she's developed a new and innovative way to help business owners share their message with the world in an easy and innovative way, utilising, and I love this, the Dean's formula. Oh, that is so cool. And I cannot wait to hear more about that. But I know from talking to you that you have been on a amazing journey to get where you are today. Give us some more insight into how you decided to create your own publishing house. What was that journey like? 
absolutely. Um, well, in short, I I loved reading the the Eda Blyton books growing up, and I I get lost in a book. I wouldn't say I was a book nerd, mm-hmm. but I definitely loved writing poetry to express myself and I love the power of story even if it was spoken you know coming from a youth worker background I'd use story as a way to help these uh, young children to maybe hear a story that I'd share and they'd say do you think I could do that too so um, that was one aspect, but it it really came about when I worked with Dr. John Gray, the famous author of Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, working with the amazing John Gray and I was running a coaching business and predominantly then it was in relationship coaching. I was doing life coaching, relationship coaching. I did transition into business coaching and it was a lot of I felt I was repeating myself what I did all the time. So I thought, well, John Gregory's business from a book, maybe I need to be in a book. So I actually was in a part of a a compilation style book, which is a really great way to start. Mm. And it was really easy to be able to use that book to hand out to um, allow people to learn a little bit about what I did inside of relationship coaching and that just helped my business grow and grow and grow. So it was a beautiful transition to say, well, I love helping people's businesses grow and I feel that a book is such an imperative part of that. It's a foundation of being able to share your message forward and getting it in a book and and making life a little bit easier as far as marketing is concerned because as a coach, you know, you can feel a little bit like a hamster on a wheel, you're running around trying to (laughs) market to everybody, whereas a book is just such an easy way, whether that be an opt-in and it's sent off to them or whether it be you handed out at a networking event. Mm -hmm. So I thought, well, I grew my business from a book. I just wanted to then help others. And it was like I kind of got to do everything now in publishing where I get to help businesses grow, I get to help share stories that make a difference to others' lives and um, I get to do it in books, um, which is, you know, what I absolutely love. Um, so that's kind of the transition that now, you know, had me lead towards helping people share their message through a book. I absolutely love that. And and would it be a fair assumption to say that, you know, you wouldn't have necessarily, if someone had said to you, hey, Susan, in 15 years' time, not only are you going to um, have entered yourself into a compilation book, but you're also now going to uh, be running one of Australia's most successful publishing houses, would that have been something you would go, oh, yeah, totally, I could see that? Uh, not, not. I wouldn't have said that, no, I'm going to be running a publishing house, but what I do believe is that everything happens for a reason mm-hmm. and I believe that everything I've done prior to now has had me not just be your average um, publisher where, you know, it's just publishing. We're a real bespoke service where I've got the elements of the coaching and the speaking and the training and the running a um, business as a solopreneur. And I've got all that experience over the years. And then marrying that with the publishing just makes it so much more powerful because when I'm helping people write their books, it's 
It's about getting the story and mirroring it with like a how-to. And then also another element is how do we use this book to market your products or your services? And then how do we make sure that it's story and it really engages them as well? So Mm -hmm. I feel that everything I've done, had I have just started up a publishing company from just the get-go, I don't think that it would be what it is today mm. because I have all those experiences as a solopreneur myself, running my own multiple businesses, you know, being out there as a speaker, a trainer, a coach, um, and, and being that solopreneur where you kind of have to be everything. Yeah. All mm. of that experience has had this publishing house become very unique and become so much more powerful so it's a beautiful transition and I can really see how I've got here yeah Um, but did I know that that was you know up there no actually on my dream chart I had a a inner and outer transformational center I I had in my vision a stage and a, a, a platform a place where people could utilize it to share their message so that we could help more and more people like a ripple effect yeah um but I didn't know it was going to come in the shape and the form of a publishing and production house. So it's been um, it's been phenomenal and and uh, and a great journey that has had me kind of go, yeah, this is it now. This is what I want to do for the rest of my life, which is pretty cool. I'm in my fifties, yes. so I've <laughs> I've um I've had a lot of experience up to now, but I couldn't imagine doing anything else for the rest of my life. So it's it's pretty cool. Oh, what a way to fall in love. Victoria, that is so fantastic. And and I I love those stories about, you know, just being open to the universe, giving you different ways to produce that vision that you have, you know, not being so prescriptive that you'd go, oh, no, I'm, I'm just going to create a stage for speakers to share their message. And the universe goes, but, hey, like, what if you could do it this way as well? And, you, you know, you haven't you haven't blinded yourself to those opportunities. You've gone, yeah, actually <laughs> different, but of course it's it's making sense. Uh, and I'm certain that there are, you know, hundreds of authors out there so grateful that you that you didn't have the blinkers on uh, and you took took the reins. Absolutely, and I think um, it's always been the overarching. How do I get people's products and services out there how do I mm. get their message out to the masses and that's the overarching and then it's there's lots of ways to do that so you know we've got book publishing we've got online courses we've got audio books are going into we've got interactive books so there's what it is now is how else do I get their message out there yeah. you know is it like podcasts is it like you know what we're doing here right now there's multiple ways to get the person's message and story out there how do we use multiple platforms to do that um so that people can hear about all these amazing people even the listeners here they've all um got something to share and how do we how do we help them do that easily so that they you know people know about them because there's nothing worse than being that um, you know amazing hero that nobody knows about or you've got this great service that you can offer to somebody but no one knows about you so for me yeah. it was about how do we get the unknown known and maybe they're not famous like a John Gray but 
he wasn't originally until he wrote a book and started to get his message out there and people started to know. So it's really about that momentum. So, you know, it's really about using multiple ways and I just believe wholeheartedly Mm. the book is definitely something that everyone needs to to get their message out there in in a in a product in multiple forms epub physical book however the reader needs to get it let's get that message out there so yeah yeah. I don't I don't know that there would be many people and certainly I would be shocked if there was anyone listening to this or watching this episode that uh, wouldn't consider that there is a, a book within them that their life or their experience or their skill sets uh, couldn't at least create, you know, a 50-page, a, a uh, you know, body thumb turner. Yeah. I just don't know anyone that wouldn't be able to create a few chapters of their life and, and, uh, and be able to sell it because there's just so many unique experiences out there and, and it's so beautiful that you get to help people create uh, and put those experiences you know, into into a platform that helps them share their message. Oh, yes. But this is the Value Driven Brand Podcast. And because it is the Value Driven Brand Podcast, we are all about helping you in business as a business owner, a business leader, an entrepreneur, however you do business, and even however you do life, uh, we want to help you create value in your business, in your brand, and in your life. That is my mission. My mission, the thing that gets me out of bed every morning, is to help people understand how to live a value-driven life. Uh, But today, Susan has got three brilliant ways to help you create your own value-driven brand. And uh, they are, I've I've already gone over them, and I'm already in love with them and taking notes. So, Susan, what's what's the first prescription in your experience to creating a value-driven brand? Well, it's uh, most definitely the power of story. Um, and the reason being is that, you know, when creating a, a value-driven brand, people need to be able to know you. They've got to be able to connect with you. Mm. You've got to be able to communicate your message Um before you can even think about converting a client to work with you. So the power of story allows you to, you know, connect with the audience. People, you know, even though we can have beautiful logos and we can have beautiful brands and colours and everything, and that's all a part of the design element, but, you know, the power of story allows people to connect with you. So not just the beautiful you know, colours and logos, who are you? Who are you as a company? Who are you as a brand? And the story, why do you do what you do? Mm. Um, you know, why are you different? You know, what means something to you? So in a story, people get to know us and they get to know our why, you know, why are we doing what we do? And, you know, for, for me it's like, you know, even though it's publishing, for me it's about helping shift people's lives and and that can only be done through story for people to go, well, what does she mean by helping people shift their lives? Mm. And so for me, when I get to tell my story, um, in in a lot of what I do inside of my Why Shift brand, which is Your Share It Forward teachings, 
it's the story behind that. You know, um, I've shared a little bit of a snippet of how I got to where I was, but my brand story is is really where people connect with my vision, my purpose, um, yeah. my why. And I think that that can only be done really in story, in really engaging them, you know, um, in in that path, that story. So I think when people are sharing about themselves, it allows them to connect with the brand a lot more because I'm sharing my values and mm. um, and who I am and why I do what I do. And that's, like I said, people will connect with that. You then get to communicate your message through story mm. and then ultimately convert if they're, if they're, um, if they're interested in why you do what you do and they're connected with you, then they're more they, the sales becomes easy because they're already they're already converted, they're already um understanding what you do and why you do what you do. And if they're aligned with that, then they're gonna gonna want to go with you versus somebody else that may be doing the same thing, but they're mm. connected with you a lot more through the power of story. So yeah, yeah I love that, that helps people to to want to share about who they are and why they did through story, even on their websites, um, you know, in their brochures, in in different ways, share more about you, share more story so that, um, you know, people can connect with you a lot more. Yeah, I think that is such a fantastic uh, uh, tip and something that is so so simple to implement because it doesn't cost money. Yep. It doesn't cost money to tell a story uh, unless you're lying and you might be up for libel charges, but don't do that. Tell a true story. People like authenticity. Some people yeah, think for adding mayo speak, on it. <laughs> and when you speak from the heart, it is your story. You mm-hmm. know, as entrepreneurs or people, you know, that are, you know, businesses, we we work hard mm. and we know that we wouldn't do it if we weren't in love with it and we didn't love what we're doing. So share some of that love yeah. in your story. Share some of that, you know, um, the reason why you're doing, why, you know, who you are, why you're the person that they should come with. Yeah, definitely just share more of you mm. in, in in when you're, you know, sharing about your business um, and your brand. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. And and something that you could literally go and do today. You could literally go and open up the editing on your about page and change it to be more of a story from the heart about you. Why are you doing what you're doing? And connecting with your customers to help them understand why they should choose you. Absolutely. Fantastic. So what's the second hot tip from Dean Publishing on creating a value-driven brand? I think that it's um, creating a model and creating product so that when you've got, um, when you're, you know, building up your, your brand, it's about, as I shared a bit earlier, creating some different models and products. So you may have your website that is, you know, is branding you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we talk about books, getting you um, writing in, in a book and and giving, um, 
giving you um, different ways of being able to share your story and, and why you do what you do and your message and everything about you mm-hmm. and how you can help them. There's so much you can pack into a book. Mm-hmm. And then obviously you've got things like, you know, uh, podcasts, you've got you've got audio books, you've got online courses, mm-hmm. you've got all these different ways of being able to create multiple products um, and also, you know, creating some models around that so that it's very much unique um, to you. So we talked about earlier like the Dean's formula. You know, that was created funny enough because we we um, we just looked at, well, what do, what do people need to do and, and to dominate their industry and to really stand out. And, yeah. and so we created that that model and I suggest for other people to create models um, that that are for their business. So one, it allows you to to keep congruent people start realizing this brand and they start hearing the brand and they and it also allows them just in bite-sized chunk pieces. So like I said, it's it's really about creating multiple products and creating models and things like that. So it's kind of the both in one and and um in the Dean's formula, which is quite, you know, aligned with the um, value-driven brand is, you know, the first formula is d- design, you know, but design is not just your your fonts and your colours and it's all a part of it, but design your value-driven brand. How do you design all of that? How do you get all that? And obviously, you know, Aileen, you're the expert in that area and people can get into that you know part of our formula is is a part of what you do and essentially we say to people this is what spend a lot of time in that first part that design part Mm. spend a lot of time designing your brand designing your values designing all of that before you move on to what we call educate automate nurture and serve so um, our formula there (laughs) Yeah, is is basically. I love it so much. <laughs> After you told me about the Dean's formula the other week, I literally was like, "I need one of them. I need one of them. I want one of them. I need a longer surname. I've got to go back to my maiden name just to get." <laughs> day day is a little bit too short. Yeah, and the foundation and the step number one is design, which is very aligned and and um what we spoke about how you know that foundation has everything else work. When you've it got does. that design right, you've got all your you know your your branding right, everything right in, in the first foundation step, mm-hmm. then you can educate people through all of those different elements that we talked about. So when you get through that design element and you get to educate, you can educate them through a book, through all of these different products, Mm. but you need to get the design right first. And then obviously you want to automate and nurture people till, till you can serve. So we've got that model there. People can go and create their own model, create their own, um, you know, formula, but also, like I said, think about different ways. How do they get their message out there in multiple products? So that's my second one. And and the third one is why sharing your message is so important. And it all pretty much lines together because we've all got something to share. We're all wanting to help somebody in one way, shape or form. You know, for me, it's about shifting people's lives, but Everybody really is shifting someone's life, even if they're helping them in business, in life, if they've got a product or service, 
You know, they could be um, like yourself, helping people create that value-driven brand that in turn is going to help their business grow, that in turn is going to help their family and their life. And it's the same whether you're a personal trainer, whether you're a big business selling a product. Everything is going to help someone in one way, shape or form, whether it's a product that makes them feel better, look better. <laughs> it's um, it's really um, everyone is there really helping someone. And if we don't know who you are, if you're an unknown, if no one knows about you, then how can you make a difference? How can you get their product or your service into their hands if they don't know about you? So, you know, the power of story, the power of creating product and and, and creating um you know your your formula and 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 then how do you get that message out there to the masses so people can access you so people can have your product or your service help them and i think that the 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 importance of sharing that message is just because if 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 you can get them to understand your heart your why you do what you do mm. and and you can get them to have a think about, um, you know, maybe maybe they're not even thinking about um, how their branding, for example, can affect their business. Maybe they're maybe you're a health coach and you could be saving someone's lives, but yes. if they don't know about how you can help them, yeah. then how can you do that? Yeah. So I just yeah. think sharing your message forward is so important Mm. and I think that even though sometimes we can get uncomfortable about you know you know really sharing our heart and who we are and what we do and and we're very vulnerable yeah Yeah. and and I think that what you've got to do and what I always did you know when I was being coached myself you know my coach said to me, Susan, you're being very selfish. And I'm like, I'm <laughs> yeah, I can see. Yeah. I can see. I'm not a selfish person. How can you say I'm selfish? I love helping people. Yeah. He said, no, you're being very selfish because you're not putting yourself out there. People don't know how you can help them. Yes. And so if you can get your message out there, how can you be helping people? And it really shifted my mindset to go, mm. hmm. What a paradigm shift that would be. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And and I'm curious, you know, I'm sure that you've come across it a number of times. I know I've experienced it personally. Uh, and and I know when you talked about that, uh, that tip around creating a model, um, I did a whole sum of work uh, earlier this year around creating different models for different messages that I have around customer and employee and human experiences and and creating value-driven brand. And I went into a little bit of a, uh, I'm not ashamed to say, a downward spiral because what I started to think was that for each message and for each model that I was trying to work on, I had to go and do a number of uh, hours of additional due diligence or research to really kind of nail down that message and to really nail down that model. And I started to think to myself, maybe I don't know what I know as well as I think I know it. And, uh, and I started to have these, uh, you know, self-limiting stories playing in my mind that 
well, who am I now to share this message? Who am I now to help? I can't even write a model. I can't even nail a message without having to go and spend two, three hours in front of the internet and doing more homework. But then what I started to understand when I had my own paradigm shift, my own changing the way I thought about it was actually, no, I need for the sake of not being selfish. I know I know my stuff. I know I do, but I need to see the way that I do my work differently because if I don't change the way I think about the way I work, I'm not getting myself out there and I might not end up helping anybody, which is selfish. And instead of believing that I didn't know my stuff because I had to do two extra hours of research for every model that I created, I said, okay, you know so much about what you do And you know so much about your message that you only have to do two or three hours of additional research. For anybody else who's not au fait with customer experience or, you know, creating a value-driven brand or, or anything like that, there would be years of training and, and research that would have to go into it. I only had to do two hours. So I think that tip around sharing your message but getting out of your own way to do it is so important. And I'm curious when you come up with authors who potentially feel the same way, yes, they might have written a book, but do they still have those uh, uh, the imposter syndrome type scenarios play for them, how do you manage that? How do you lead them through that kind of scenario? Oh, look, absolutely. I think everyone goes through that, um, especially we find that when the book's just about to come out, all the fears come up and they want to change something and we're like, no, we've got it perfect. It's just perfect the way it is. And I think that that's, um, that's how we've got to look at ourselves, you know, we don't need to change. Like I said, at the 11th hour, they're like, oh, you know, <laughs> maybe next year we'll, we'll, no, it's perfect the way it is right now. And it's the same as us. We're perfect the way we are right now. Do I know more now in my 50s than what I did in my 40s and my 30s? Absolutely. But was I okay back then when I started coaching? Did I still make a difference back then? Yes, mm. I did. Yes. But if I didn't keep going, and I didn't keep growing and researching. And, look, we do the same. We have books come to us and because we are very bespoke, we don't have do it this way, every book's the same. You yeah. know, we adapt the book to the person, we adapt the book to the message, we adapt the book to <clears throat> the outcome that the author is wanting from the book. So we may do some different research on that person's particular book and look for, you know, um, you know some of their um keyword searches and things like that that we want to get in there Mm -hmm. um so we're always perfecting but exactly like you said it might only take us to pull something together a very short time versus somebody else writing it for us to put our words together to make that story pop it might take us forever and we're changing it whereas we hit give it to the experts and they may spend a couple of hours on it but 
they're good at it, so it's a lot quicker. So you're absolutely spot on. But I say the same when they come up with imposter syndrome. No, it it is who you are, mm. and we're always never going to be an expert in every field. Yeah. We're also going to want to improve because otherwise, why would be in business if we're not wanting to always perfect ourselves? But it is quite funny. We always get that where people are worried, and we we're not perfect, but the book's perfect right here and now and you're perfect right here and now so that's the way that um i see it and you know and we're and you're spot on the experience that you've gained over the years you know hence why i've got to the point of paying experts to do things that i'm not the expert in i might know a lot about branding but i'll always go and get different copywriters i'm not my editor i've got a team of editors a team of copywriters got a team of people that do it um gosh I'll even make grammar and spelling mistakes and I own a publishing company I send it <laughs> you know it's it's not what what I'm good at I'm yes. good at helping people get their story out there to the masses doesn't mean I do everything I've got a team of experts behind me yeah so um yeah I think that the imposter syndrome happens with even the best I'm talking even people that you would never think would be worried mm. they worry too so I think it just means we're human we're just human just human and get over it anyway yeah get it out there don't be selfish get your message out there let people know who you are don't be unknown get out there dominate your industry let people know who you are and mm. it can help more people that way yeah absolutely now it would be remiss of me Susan uh to not ask you your advice on uh, what might be, and I I know I didn't talk to you about this earlier, but what might be for those listening in who I I know full well, they're probably like, I need to write a book and this woman sounds like she knows her stuff. What do I need to do? So if I wanted to write a book, what do you suggest of maybe the top three quick things that every want to be uh author uh needs to kind of have under their wing uh before they get to seeing you uh a really good tip is do a little bit of a point timeline okay you know so like you asked me in the beginning you know what had me get to where i was Mm. so maybe make a few you know it might even start with the year that you were born, you know, um, so that people sort of say, okay, she was born at this day. You know, did you, you know, come over, we just we just wrote a, a book from a great author that's publishing his book very soon and, and his parents had um, come over from Vietnam on, on a boat and, you know, Maybe even think about well, what, where did you come from? What's your, what's your history? Your mm-hmm. parents. So making a bit of a timeline really helps to bring your story to life. Um, so, and it might even be going and asking mum and dad or mm-hmm. doing a bit of research. So a timeline of when you were born and maybe even prior to all the way up to now. Making some bullet points. So that's really handy is it's a timeline. The second thing that um, I would suggest is, you know, getting yourself a even like a big poster, big poster sheet of paper, getting some of these 
great little post-it notes. As you can yeah. see, I've just picked one up off my <laughs> desk. It's always everywhere. And, and just doing a brain dump about all the things that people need to know about oh, your product or service. Great idea, yes. So what do they need to know? What, what do you need to tell them? And just keep writing one thing on the post-it note and just put them all over the, the page. Mm-hmm. The other thing you can then do is kind of like go, well, is that all in that section and that section and that section? So it kind of allows you to sort of chunk them into a little bit of a flow. So classify um, them as such? Yeah, like kind of chaptering them up and, okay. and putting them, okay, well, does that need to go before that or does do I need to tell them that first? You know, mm-hmm. what do I need to tell them first before that? Okay, so the post-it notes are great because you can move them around. Yeah, And then you'll kind of get a bit of a theme. Um, we do have a great resource that we can sh- that I can share with you and you can share with your um, listeners um, where they can get some free you know, downloads, um, which is at justdeanpublishing.com slash S review. And I can give you that for your listeners. And they'll get to how to plan a book, um, how to structure a book. And they're two free resources that, that we love to share with people. So there, that's it. I would do a bit of a timeline. I would start structuring it out, dumping everything down, putting them in a bit of an order. And then really um, just starting to write out your story. Um, I, I think what is really imperative is to get your structure right. Yeah. And, you know, um, the structure, like anything, is the foundation to everything because if the reader gets lost um, where they're going, oh, but what happened here and they're lost, you'll lose them, whether that yeah. be in an online course, a book, anything. You'll lose them if if the reader's a bit lost. So make sure that everything is flowing and that you've got a really good structure to take them from A to B and, you know, and just start writing. If not, what I always say to people is you can use things like otter.ai, which is a free resource that they can use where you can talk and it transcribes to text. And some people like to talk out their story rather than write it. And, um, And really that's just about getting your information out because it's really important for you to do that. And one other tip, if you are finding information from somewhere else, please write down where you got it from. Make sure that you reference it and whatever you do, if you if you take some information, highlight it in a different colour so that your publisher, um, your editor knows that you've grabbed that information so that there's no plagiarism that happens. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so that's kind of it. Obviously, if you're serious about your book um, and you, you know, get yourself a really good editor, get yourself um, someone that does it because the book will represent you. But there's some really good tips to get people started and, and getting their message out to the world and their story. Oh, I love that. And thank you so much for um, sharing the the resources with us. Uh, I will be sure to make uh, them available where you find this podcast. Um, That is some amazing insight. And I know I've got about five books in me. Yeah. Uh, So they are um, also 
some fantastic insights into some activities that you can do if you too have a book inside of you and uh, and you know that you and you heard it from the expert you're doing the world a disservice if you do not get yourself out there and uh, one of the best ways and it's even scientifically proven that one of the best ways to be seen as an authority in your industry is to be an author. So uh, get out there and start start uh, start structuring that book and and uh, getting yourself known. Susan, you are such an absolute champion. I have learned so much today, and I'm so grateful that we got to meet and uh, and share all the amazing work that you do for people in business and uh, and in life and helping them create a value-driven brand. Uh, there's so many alignments to what you and I do. It just makes my heart, you know, sing, which is fantastic. But before I let you go, now everybody would know by now uh, that I ask all of my guests who appear on the Value Driven Brand podcast what it is is their favourite song that gets them pumped up for anything. Now, Susan, do you remember the song that you told me gets you pumped up for anything? Yep. I think it was Girls Just Want to Have Fun. It certainly was. Cindy Lauper, represent. Uh, It was Girls Just Want to Have Fun. And if you don't know why I ask every guest to submit the song that gets them pumped up for everything and anything, it's because I have a Spotify playlist called the Aileen Day Official Guest uh, Playlist, and I have all of my guests and their song that gets them pumped up for anything on that playlist. So, Susan, thank you. Girls Just Want to Have Fun is officially added. Uh, and when you get this podcast, you can also access that Spotify playlist. And if you cannot get pumped up for anything after having that going off, uh, then you, you, I don't know what can, what, what will make you go. And I've it's said it before. Happen. Yeah, if you're not having fun, why do it? Exactly. And I've said it before, if that playlist doesn't knock your socks off, then I invite you to be a guest on this podcast so that you too can have the privilege of adding the song that does make you go off like a frog in a sock uh, and get pumped up for anything. So uh, thank you for your contribution. I uh, look forward to dancing around and uh, belting out some Cindy Lauper. <laughs> but that is it from us today. Uh, I want to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Susan, from Dean Publishing uh, for joining me today and, and sharing with our listeners and our watchers and our voyeurs uh, everything that you know from your experience uh, that it takes to create a value-driven brand. Uh, there are some amazing tips. If you would like to learn more about Dean Publishing and Susan and how she helps people uh, do uh, better and be seen and create uh, a value-driven brand for her customers, you can head to valuedrivenbrand.com uh, forward slash podcast series 
and where you find this podcast and the video will be the additional resources that Susan has talked about and all of the uh, contact and connection points that you can uh, grab to get in touch with Susan and her team. So on behalf of me and our listeners and our watchers today, Susan, thank you so truly so much. It's my pleasure. Thank you. And uh, from all of us, have a wonderful day. Get out there. Go and create value for somebody in your life because, as they say, what goes around comes around. I'm Aileen Day and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Value Driven Brand Podcast with your host, Aileen Day. Is your business struggling to become known as the sought-after leader in your industry? Access our Value Driven Brand Quiz and special three-part podcast series to identify the gaps and what you need to focus on first. Go to www.valuedrivenbrand.com forward slash podcast series. That's valuedrivenbrand.com forward slash podcast series. Tune in next time where we discuss more ideas on how you can deliver your own value-driven brand.